Broadcasting from an underground studio in Louisville, Kentucky, where eardrums go to die. You're listening to None of the Above. Streaming live on Radio Nope at radionope.com. To call into the show, dial 1-502-416-1778. Skype name, None of the Above Podcast, KY. And now, party on, dudes! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, the Man Dude, returning for another episode of None of the Above podcast in my basement, Studio Underground, in Louisville, Kentucky. God damn it. I've been so fucking busy all day with radio. I've just been radio out the ass today. I worked Kentucky Sports Radio this morning. Then I came and ate a uh, bachelor pasta meal. And then I went right back and did Terry Miners. Then I went to Smash Burger, ate a burger meal. And now I'm back here doing my own podcast with my bros and my friends and my bros and the gunch who's covered in fleas and the whole bit. Welcome to another show. <laughs> the gunch got violently ejected before this show. Man. He was yeah. in <laughs> our face. He's got that deadly tail, man. He's a goddamn Godzilla. He <laughs> he crawls under the council here and uh, he knocks over wires and knocks over my headphones and unplugs stuff. Love him. Don't get me wrong. I do love Gunchy. We all love the Gunch. <laughs> but you there, there's like, a, you just like the unchillest you've been ever. You're like, all right, goddammit. <laughs> Scoop the cat up in one big old hand. Just stormed him upstairs and hucked him. Like, all right, you can come back later. By the way, you, the listening audience, Time can out. like the Gunch because he has his own Facebook page. I just love the Does name he really? of the Gunch. The Gunch. Because <laughs> he got that little papoose under his, uh, his belly there. <laughs> Well, it is another episode here, and it is, uh, it's going. We're officially going. We're going? We're recording. Oh, we're on? We're, we're recording, on, yeah. We're on the air? We're on the air. So says NiceCast. Let me put this um, <laughs> transphobic screed I had written on these note cards mm-hmm. uh, back into my pocket. Yeah, if you got any like <laughs> racial slurs or whatever, you know, that's, save them for other radio shows. Not this one. <laughs> Say before oh, when man. I call into Protonic Reversal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our guest just walked out. <laughs> I was ready. No, we're going to have uh, fun here. We got some bros in the studio. Yeah. Yep. We have Victor and Max from the band uh, Tracers. Oh, yeah. That's right. Identify your voices, people. I am Max. Yo, what's going on? Do you have a name? I'm Victor. Cool. <laughs> No. You're gonna want to pull that mic closer. Yeah, yeah, guys, yeah. guys, guys got to kiss choke, the mic. Come choke on. up on the mics, guys. <laughs> See how we're touching them to our mouths. Get up on it like this. How's this going? That's better. That's a little better. Let me turn up the gain here. There we go. Like, turn up the reverb. Sure. There we go. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Live from a church basement. You guys don't want that slapback delay? All the uh, cool kid bands <laughs> want these days. The goddamn slapback. <laughs> That was my favorite tour thing to ever happen. We were on the road with Jabber Josh like a million years ago, and Sam from Jabber Josh, the most polite man in the world, uh, was was sound checking his vocals. He's like, "Hey, sound guy, man, can you do like reverb on the vocals?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "You can do like a ton of reverb." He's like, "Yeah, definitely." He's like, "Cool, man, don't." (laughs) (laughs) Preemptively shut him down. I was like, "Ooh, you're in a mood." See, I experienced the opposite when I run sound for like Cure Lounge shows. They want more. They yeah we get a lot of like garage rock bands Blythe uh, who's a bartender there DJ mm-hmm. great girl she books a lot of like garage rock bands uh, and then they come up to me as I'm like you know setting up cables and stuff and like 
hey man, uh, do you think I'm like you want slap back on your vocals? Like, how did you know, dude? I'm like, <laughs> man, I, I just, just know, man. I, I just want my boop boops to sound good. You know, boop 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 boop. Yeah, I can give you a little. Yeah, give me. A, uh, mm, boop, boop, like, boop, can you put a little slap back on my uh, vocals so when I sing, it'll sound like that. I'm like, you got it, man. Now we have a mixer that has a hundred preset digital effects in it, so we can do the slap back, and I can dial it in, and everybody's happy. Everybody's boner. What, you guys don't have a fucking space echo unit back there? No, no, man. Should invest. Is your new mixer line six or <laughs> it is a Behringer. <laughs> hey. So so it's a little worse. It's a little worse. Yeah. Yeah. But Tracers does not need slapback vocals. Why? Because they have no vocals in their band. They are instrumental. A little throwback to uh mid to late nineties uh math rock. I really hate using that term math rock. Are you guys cool with it? I was terrible in algebra, so no. No, you're not cool. Though. <laughs> Where did Sorry. the math portion come from? Because you had to like use two numbers to describe a time signature. Like, <laughs> never understood why it was math. Like it was complicated. Is that why? Victor, can you explain? I have no idea. <laughs> no. <laughs> so <laughs> asshole just started. Well, this song is in seven sixteen. Uh, that's three distinct numbers. So math. Well, I, I, I think it's because uh, Billy Squire was a. Uh, Mathematics major at one point. The fuck does Billy Squire have to do with this? I don't know. He's fucking uh, proggy as shit. I don't fucking Maybe know. Maybe it's something to do Seven, with eight. the uh, <laughs> drum groupings or something like that. The odd, odd kind of... I think it's that and the fact that there's like a lot of like tapped notes that are kind of like just scattered about, like, you know, polka dots that somehow that makes it like an equation or I don't know. If you listen close enough, it just math. sounds like <laughs> math. <laughs> in the background like if you were to take like a big like mit like math problem and <laughs> write it out on a chalkboard and then just just look at that that looks like the song structure it, it looks yeah. like the song structure i guess it was like 15 minute songs how do they remember like that's a lot of shit to remember yeah yeah, yeah. um we'll talk about a few things that happened in kentucky we have some uh a new metal news update we're th- gonna get to i think we went three days without rain um that so. was amazing oh. it's like they knew it was my birthday it is 93 goddamn humid degrees outside. Oh, it's not cold. With the That's heat right. index, it makes it feel like 105, baby. Yeah. 105. Yeah. So says uh, my uh, Wave 3 storm tracking team friends <laughs> who I work with today. I talked to Kevin Hartnett for a while. Look him up. Kevin Hartnett? Harned. Hartnett. Mm-hmm. K-Ned. I think Mike Hartnett does the sports, doesn't he? Yes. Okay. But See, he, I know stuff. Yeah, you got it. Mm. <laughs> this is these are local radio. Yeah, if you're not from here, uh, tough shit. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> you're not missing out. I'll just shut up then. If yeah. you have any uh, wacky uh, weather people in your neck of the woods, like when I lived in L.A., we had Johnny Mountain, and he was the weather guy. Johnny Mountain. Johnny Mountain here, baby. I prefer Cindy Mountains if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, Christy Canyons. <laughs> Right. I don't think she did weather. <laughs> she might have had some stuff raining down on her, but I don't know if that counts. Oh, oh. Yeah. Already getting into pig radio. <laughs> you got to get it out of the way quick. It's so easy to get into pig radio. <laughs> yeah. You just yeah. got to wear sunglasses inside. Now, there was a station in L.A. called Pirate Pig, and their logo was a uh, a pig with sunglasses with his tongue sticking out and, like, a trucker hat and, like, 
wild hair. Not like a Jolly Roger captain. Yeah, that's what I was picturing. Oh no, oh no, sir. If it's a pirate pig, I expect that pig to look like a fucking pirate. Maybe he has an eye patch under the sunglasses. I think it's like pirate radio. Even though they weren't a pirate radio station, they were totally legit (laughs) SEC licensed (laughs) radio station. They just want broadcasting to live from the back so it's of a like, Ford Ranchero. Kind of like buying your Ramon <laughs> shirt at Forever 21. Yeah. <laughs> the rage against the machine of radio stations. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> rage against the multinational buying corporation. Buying celebrity your baby out. a screwdriver onesie. Oh, I was going through uh, old pictures over there. I have them all just in, first a, album. in a suitcase. And uh, there's like a winter formal in junior high. And I'm wearing like the uh, a red Rage Against the Machine shirt with just the gigantic lowercase e on it. Oh, the <laughs> Evil Empire shirt. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. buddy. All about that. To your to your winter formal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was casual. Everybody else <laughs> is in. Like, you know, the, it was a winter casual. Then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit. All right, winter casual. It, it, it might have dance. just been like a spring <laughs> fling or something. Bizcast fry. Everybody else is wearing like airwalks and, uh, <laughs> and vans. And well, it was nineteen chain wallets. Chain wallets. I had a chain wallet, buddy. Dude, I wore a chain wallet until my freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. So dedicated was I to the chain wallet lifestyle. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't get my first chain wallet until I was like twenty, and then I think it was you, Rob, who corrected me. Like, don't do that. Does it tell you stop wearing it? Yeah, well, you, was it like Green Day in the uh, in the When I Come Around video, like small <laughs> eight inch chain just w- dangling off the back, or was it like me where that motherfucker dripped to your knee and you attached it in the front and of your wallet? I was just tired of my wallet falling out of my pants while I rode my fixed gear bike around. That n- n- none of that is real. Yeah, some of it's half weird. I got all my chain wallets from Petco because they're dog Those dog chains. Yeah, yeah they're dog Petco. choke collars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I would stab a hole in my non-chain accepting wallet, <laughs> slip the key ring through that jacket asshole, and then, like, I don't know, like, I must have at some point bought one that was intended to be a chain wallet, because it had, like, a leather hoop to snap that sure. I would go Yo, through my belt. Did either of you wear fucking chokers? No. no. Okay. What's a, what's a choker? Uh, like, a real tight necklace. Re- yeah, like fucking uh, Feruza Balk and uh, the... In the craft. In the craft style... No. Dumb '90s thing. That, well, it was a dumb '90s thing, but it was way more of a dumb '90s thing for girls. I mean, like, that's true. Yeah. I did like. I did not know a lot of dudes wearing the chokers. I knew ah. a lot of dudes wearing the ball chain. That's yeah, like the big ball chain. Yeah, I got one of those oh. for a brief time. Oh, yeah. I had the, some the ball big chain ball chain. Line. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't like literally choking me, but. It was, a ball chain. it was a loose ball chain. I don't think they're supposed to literally <laughs> choke you. Oh, they're not? No. They, no, no. You're not supposed to like, choke yourself <laughs> tell that and to my, jack off? Tell that to know? David Carradine's. <laughs> tell that to my dead ex-girlfriend from middle school. She had leukemia, you guys. You guys or Cindy. <laughs> my, uh, my middle school girlfriend's name was Cinnamon. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, serious <laughs> alert. I'm not kidding. It really was Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Isn't that oh. weird? That's... A little strange. Her and her sisters were all named after like stuff that used to cost a ton of money in the old world. <laughs> yeah. Silk. Yeah, lavender, cinnamon, <laughs> lilac. Big Neil Young fan? <laughs> cinnamon girl? Oh my. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I guess uh I guess their dog was named Old Man Take a Look at My Life, so maybe. <laughs> uh, I never really put that together. <laughs> good Christ. Hey, if you have a chain wallet stories or if you wore airwalks back in the day, you can give us a call. 502-416-1778. Uh, I can't wait till the day that our weird call outs for like, hey, you ever done this? Call in. Because like, we keep doing it for the dumbest shit. It's like, hey, do you ever, uh, you ever see your boss take a dump? Or like, hey, do you ever uh, have a chain wallet? Like, one day we're going to say something dumb. It's like, oh, do you ever uh, accidentally step on a pebble and fall off a cliff and land in a big open tub of jello? Give us a call. Hey, this is a we're going to strike a chord with Jerry. one of these. Yeah, this is Jerry hey, Mont- in New Jersey. It was a tub of pudding. Is that close enough? 
And no. No. Still Jello brand. <laughs> yeah, but like the association with Bill Cosby, it's just not cool. It's oh, not great anymore. Yeah. Like they're never gonna sell another Jello pudding pop, right? Like those are just off. I've, I've yanked those off the market. Have they been selling those? Do they exist? Yeah. Or like, don't you don't you have to make those? I, th- I think you make those. No, they they used to sell. It was like Jello brand pudding pop. It was like a fudgicle. But it's Jello brand. upstairs. I think you mean fudgical. Fudgical. I don't. Fudgical. I mean fudgical. <laughs> God damn it. No, it's fudgical. Fudgical. Millhouse. Yeah. Fudgical. Says it's fudgical. Fudgical. Yeah. <laughs> I believe Bart took umbrage with Millhouse's pronunciation of fudgical. <laughs> Where are the fudgicals, Bart? It's fudgical. Exactly. <laughs> Fudgy the whale. Oh okay. yeah. You ever had a Fudgy the whale? I can't remember if from I the, have from the Carvel. But I adore it. Do you yeah. have a cookie puss? I didn't know. I didn't oh. have a cookie puss. What the fuck is? A I did, we had knowledge of Tom Carville exists because of Patton Oswalt's guilt. That's the only reason. Well, right? it's like a, it's a more of an East Coast uh, ice cream yeah. chain. It's like shitty Baskin Robbins. They have like ten flavors. See, that's what I got for my birthday was Baskin Robbins. Because well, there was no mm-hmm. Carvel on the West Coast, was oh, there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got so, Dairy Queen. We were yeah, yeah real fucked here in the Midwest. Well, Dairy, I guess. Qu- Dairy Queen's nationwide, bro. We have Dairy Queens. Oh, really? West Coast, East Coast. That's shit. Yeah. Just like this, none of the above show. We're nationwide, baby. <laughs> International, Romanian too. <laughs> International. Uh, no, the Cookie Puss and the Fudgy the Whale were like pre-made ice cream cakes that they did uh, that were in shapes. One was a whale, obviously, and Cookie Puss this was, was like, a giant gaping syphilitic vagina. No, Isn't this supposed oh, to be like an alien sorry. or something. It's weird. It's like <laughs> it's just like a, a it's a cookie monster, not cookie monster, but it's like a monster of cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Victor, <laughs> Victor has pulled it up on his <laughs> laptop. Uh, <laughs> spin that around. Let me what see that bad boy. What the fuck is that? It's, 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 it's cookie face. Look, they mean puss like yeah. face, not vagina. Did you guys ever uh, eat at Noble Romans as a kid? Yeah. See, his oh, face yeah. is made of cookies. You remember that Man, Noble Romans monster? Noble Romans? Yeah. Noble Romans had like a monster. I thought it was like a little. Uh, a little There's like a blue guy, guy and his, his face is pizza toppings. <laughs> it's fucking gnarly. Look, it gave me nightmares. That just looks like the clown cones from Baskin Robbins. Yeah. Yeah, that's frightening. But the, and the, what sucked about a Carvel ice cream cake is when I hear ice cream cake, I expect both ice cream and cake. And what they do is, you know how like you get a standard ice cream cake, and it's a layer of like white cake or chocolate cake, and then some fucking ice cream, and then it's all coated in the frosting, right? Right. So you get the perfect bite where you have the cake and the ice cream. At Carvel, it was just like wad of ice cream, some like crackling chocolate chippy bullshit wad of ice cream. The cake was just all ice cream. It was just like a brick of ice cream in the shape of a cake. There was no cake to be had. Nobody, and that pissed me off. Nobody over five. Everybody knows this about me. Nobody over five should be eating cake. I'm sorry. I st- That's no. for toddlers. <laughs> I don't know. I like a cake. I do like cake. <sighs> oh, oh, a carrot cake? You're going to poo-poo a carrot, carrot cake? Carrot cake is okay. It's still a cake. It's still a cake. Yeah, it's still a cake. Uh, lemon cake? No. What? Yeah. No. Your love of lemonade? No chocolate cake. No birthday cake. Uh, have, have birthday pies. Birthday pies? I had wedding pies. All I'm hearing is, man, fuck fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, and it's, it, it's confusing. Well, like, I assume you do not uh, lump uh, cheesecake into the real cake category. Not really. Is that more of a cheese pie to you? I like cheesecake with a little uh, raspberry drizzle on there. Yeah. Like a cookie. Uh, I do like the raspberry. The graham cracker the gr- crust. Graham cracker is crust. The fucking best. Sure. We uh, always end up on desserts on the show. I know. I'm not even like a big dessert guy. I don't know. Not a big fan. Mm-hmm. Like they brought me cake for my birthday yesterday, and I just didn't eat any of it. It looked delicious, but I was like, nah. What kind was it? Is there still some left at your house for when I have to drop uh, you off later? Uh, I actually just threw it out. 
You threw out a cake from yesterday? <laughs> um, you know, there are kids in Somalia who would kill for that cake and I, probably have killed for cake. Yeah, what was it? It was like, it was something strange, like sour cream cake. Yeah, never mind. Guacamole. Uh, Somebody know. fucking hates you. No, I mean, like, it looked. Salsa Verde. It looked delightful, but they ordered, I ordered pizza and ate that. Oh, my God. Oh, I didn't even think about the idea, like, sour cream, like in Mexican food. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah it's a sour cream. Yeah, that's not frosting. That's a <laughs> ew. That's gross. Sour cream. Something cake. that you would love to eat on a hot day in Louisville, Kentucky. Sour mm. cream. Cake. Sounds good. <laughs> I mean, is it hot? I've been inside all goddamn day. I don't, I don't go outside in the summer anymore. No, I, I I walked outside for like you know fucking cigarettes and I would be sweating the past oh two days. God. It's terrible. I went camping in Indiana with the cousins. How was that? With the cousin that was in Operation Cliff Clavin. All right. <laughs> Indiana's answer to Operation Ivy for those living at home, and uh, it was good, but it's hot. Oh, yeah. where in Indiana do you go camping? You just ride over the river, Silver Hills. It's a little bit north of uh, New Albany. There, mm. Uncle's got this uh, pretty awesome place. It has like acres of like grass and stuff, and then uh, you can bring you know brought the tent. The kids were going on the slip and slide, and uh, whole fam. Yeah, whole fam. Uh, Mommy and Daddy here had like uh, fifteen margaritas, and uh, I hope you're ready for more margarita because you know our <laughs> mission this summer. That's right. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. I got eaten alive by mosquitoes, mm-hmm. rad, which is uh, par for the course. They just love me. I must be cake to mosquitoes. <laughs> well, all the except the Elliot mosquitoes who are like, "Fuck this guy, <laughs> fucking cake." It's childish, and they're off there biting like um, I don't know people that taste like hands. pie. Yeah, people that Probably taste like pie. me because I'm ate up. You ate up too. Yeah, I can see it from here. His legs are looking a little spotty. Sucks. I don't know why. It's just like my left arm. I also have a shit ton of flea bites on my ankle too from uh, old Gunchy here. Thanks a lot, man. (laughs) Now I don't get the mosquito bites. I've never had one. You've never had one. No, and this is why I will. I will tell you this. This is this is true shit, and you can look this up on the science internet. Is it your diet? No, it's an allergy. That like ninety five percent of people have. Like you see when you get like the red bites where it like yeah. makes an irritation and itches and shit. Like they're biting me. It's not that they're not landing on me and biting me because I catch them biting me sometimes when I'm out in the uh, world. But you okay. have to be like allergic to the, you know, whatever mosquito spit is in their beaks, and that's what causes <laughs> the irritation. So like I'm just not allergic to that weird mosquitoes. I don't know face cum that they <laughs> that they spooge into you and makes you all red nitchy. It does not affect me. Mosquito Rita. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bud Light Lime. Bud Light Rita. Bud Light Mosquito Rita. Uh. It's just other people's blood. <laughs> uh, and Bud mixed Light. together. It's other people's bloods and some dinosaur blood. Uh, but no, it just does not affect So I've never had the red, itchy, stereotypical mosquito bite. Huh. And when it turns out that we all have a latent superpower and you guys discover you can fly and teleport and I'm like, doesn't get bit by mosquitoes, guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a real fucking sad day. Ugh. Unbiteable man. Holding out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's just waiting for that one time. It's like, oh no, this hallway's just full of mosquitoes. No, I'll <laughs> walk through it. Like, <laughs> I can still get West Nile virus. It, tur- <laughs> it, it turns, turns out. So, like, out. <laughs> yeah. Will, uh, Will Crace in the chat box telling me that it's called histamine. Yeah, histamine, dude. And, uh, yeah, it's histamine, I guess. Uh, sure. Well, then I'm. You're histaman. I mean, yeah, I'm histaman. I don't like, yeah, except like I developed, you know, allergies to outside when I was 30. That was cool. Was like, oh, you know grass? Yeah, you can't be around that anymore. Enjoy your itchy eyes. Everyone's going to think you're all high on, well, when on, it, on weeds. 
when I lived in California, I wasn't allergic to shit. And then moved out here nine years ago. And I'm just destroyed around like March and April. The whole fu- when you guys seen it, and I, I was leaking. And uh, oh man, that was extra bad though. Yeah, it was like that weird green pus. <laughs> it actually looked like a, a key lime pie, like the color of key lime pie. Speaking mm. of pies and cakes, I, I am partial to a key lime pie. Not when it's leaking out of Elliot's eyeball, cyst. <laughs> yeah. If it was actually key lime pie, yeah. I might. Key, key not lime, key, key lime, lime pus. How do you know it didn't taste like key lime pie? Next time he has a weird pussy eye cyst, I'm making you lick it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, just give me some graham crackers. I'll give you a spoon and a little uh, <laughs> just a, a dollop gra- of whipped cream. A little graham cracker. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> the grossest thing. Uh, I'm going to barf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me while I barf everywhere. Came close to barfing after uh, strawberry margarita number 13 during camping. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Kasuga pointing out in the chat that... Uh, that being Histoman is like that scene from Mystery Men where that guy who can only be invisible without being seen by other people has one scene where he's useful. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's invisible, but only if you're not looking at him. Oh no, Rob, you don't you don't remind me that much of Kel Mitchell's character in that movie. You're more of uh, Paul Rubens. Was that Kel Mitchell? I thought that was um, that was Kel Mitchell. Oh, well, I was picturing it as David Allen Greer. No, Kel <laughs> Mitchell. Kel Mit- yeah, Oh, Keenan and Kel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're you're more like Paul Rubens' character, the spleen. That guy had actual powers, though. Yeah, yeah. He, he could rip disgusting farts. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I've been, I've Big been radio. Ch- you and your fucking hum farts. <laughs> I've been pretty chill on the farts lately. I haven't had a real bad uh, Good to know. B- bad episode. Hmm. There's Wh- nothing at the barbecue this year. Why don't we take a break here? <laughs> okay. I got some things to uh, set up here. Right. We're going to hear a new uh, uh, practice wife. Playing the barbecue. Playing the barbecue. We're going to hear a few barbecue bands. Wait, did I speaking of the barbecue? Did I mention on the air about that hum fart, the resolution of the hum fart? You did, but if okay. you want to recap real quick, no, a guy admitted to it being him because he said he was having chemotherapy and it were they were his chemo farts. Oh. So take that, Mrs. King. Jesus. Yeah, and I was like, ooh, boy. are you okay now? Not good. Not he good. He was like, yes. Oh, I am. there's really that joke in there. I'm not gonna touch it. Sounds good, buddy. Yeah, I'm not gonna. We'll also hear Tracer's music because they're our guest, Victor and Max from Tracer's. The non-math rock, math rock band. When we come back, we'll ask them uh, political questions. I say groovy space rock. I have like a million ways to like describe that. you guys. I can dig that. Yeah. yeah. You can dig it? Okay, cool. We'll, we'll, not, we'll just run with that. What's your uh, band camp? Is it... Uh, I'm typed in Tracer Bandcamp, and there's literally like six tracers. And we're going to play them all, baby. We're, gonna we're on Spotify. Spotify? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can do that. That usually fucks up the entire show because it uh, <laughs> lags really bad, and this this laptop is on its last leg, unfortunately. Might have to do it uh, the the show analog style with carts and reel to reel if this thing keeps fucking up. It might actually get an, an actual phone in here instead of this uh, Skype. But we'll find some tracers and we'll hear some more uh, bands playing the PRF Barbecue Louisville, which is only a month away. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so we'll be promoing the shit out of that because it needs to be. And it's going to be awesome. All the friends are going to be there. All the buddies, all the bros, all the bras, all the dudes, all the dudettes. Mm-hmm. I've decided not to go. Okay, you're out. <laughs> well, there goes uh, Heavy Reader and Wax Eater. I'm going to go see Andrew WK two nights in a row at the Rustic Frog. I got a Rustic oh, Frog story for you right when we get back, by the way. Oh, do you? Oh, it's uh, yeah, I guess I haven't talked to you about this yet. Me and Kyle... Uh, had a bit of a run-in. Yeah. We had a little bit of a run-in. Really? Yeah. It was a positive run-in. It was just very weird and funny. 
Was this all part of uh, Kyle's birthday extravaganza? Uh, it actually wasn't. It was uh, it was last week. Last week. Okay. Uh, Happy birthday, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. I got one year to get famous and die. So let's uh, let's do it. You're twenty six. Yeah. So I have a year to get famous and then die next year. Okay. Right. Hey, I died at twenty seven. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not, not cool. Were you 27? Yeah, I was, buddy. Oh, shit. Because oh, you're yeah. 31 now. Oh, oh God. Shit. I didn't even think about that. That's, oh, yeah. That's grim, dog. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's totally lame, bro. I was in poor taste. I'm sorry. All right. It's okay. But uh, a lot of the things I say are. Uh, let's hear a bunch of We Ride On songs. They're Wait. so they're so uh, short and quick. We can play a few here. Yeah, dude. And uh, Stephen McCall, buddy. This dude, the bass player, We Ride On. Such a bro. He bought a uh, shit ton of tickets to uh, PRF Barbecue today. It really helped out. Really being... Uh, How many did he buy? Six. He's six scout- weekend passes. <laughs> I'm sure they're for the whole band and, uh, and, their wives. and wives and stuff, but uh, he did it uh, on time. So uh, thank you, bro. And here's his band. We ride on from New York City. Brooklyn. A trio. A power punk trio. This drummer just... Yes. Destroys I can't everything. even watch this guy. Aaron like, Burroughs. I'm like mad at him. Yeah, it's Aaron like- Burroughs from the Five Burroughs. And uh, yeah. yeah, we're gonna hear a song called uh, "Hot Spit," "Hot Mosquito Spit," which we learned from Victor Histamine. Full circle. All right. Oh, back around. All right, here we go. Hot Spit. It's on Nothing But Podcast and Live Show. I keep saying podcast. Fuck. It's many more things than that now. We right on. And we'll come back. We'll do Bobby Cold drinks, and we'll do the uh, whole thing here. And this is why uh, the laptop sucks. Because <laughs> I just uh, have buffering. Oh. Come on. It'll go. It'll go. You can also give us a call at 502-416-1778. Wubba-lubba-dub-dub. Wubba-lubba-dub-dub. Shamalamba-ding-dong. Yabba-dabba-doo. Cowabunga. <laughs> What is your favorite 90s phrase? <laughs> what was the dumbest thing you wore in high school? I believe I already mentioned the chain wallet down on my knees. <laughs> All right, this is Knifeback City by We Right On. None of the above.
One more from Weed Are It On. It is Plastic Vampire Teeth. From We Ride On. That song was called Plastic Vampire Teeth. Before that, we heard Sand Queen. And then uh, Knife Back City at the top of the block. The whole block of We Ride On. Love those bros. Love the tunes. It's another example of uh, good tunes and good bros. The great combo. Agreed. I like to uh, affiliate myself with uh, such bands. Another uh, good uh, band, Good Bros. <laughs> Our guest in the studio. Hey. Oh, Tracers. Shows. There it goes. They, uh, we played with them, the first heavy reader show at Magnolia Bar and Grill. True. No grill, though. Nope. No. <laughs> yeah, I never Maybe thought about that. once upon a time. There's one back there. I just don't There's a there. kitchen. I yeah, mean. There's, definitely, there's definitely a grill somewhere. There is. Okay. <laughs> just stuffed in the back. Yeah. Are you an employee, Max, or officially, or uh, you help out? Really. or? I'm, I'm Beanie's little brother, so. Right, right. <laughs> I kind of help out sometimes. Takes out some trash. Yeah. No, Take out sure. trash every now and then. Uh, uh, Take a couple IDs. Are they cutting you a help check? Help clear debris when a car hits the building. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. The three times a year that happens. Almost <laughs> happened during the winter. It was kind of a, oh a scary moment. Well, we've done the hat trick now. It's been like three three times total. Somebody's think, wrecked into uh, the front of the bar like a goddamn tsunami. Possibly. I know of at least two. <laughs> too too many. But what you got to do is take that gigantic magnet that, like, you know how uh, it's like at the junkyard when they pick the car up with a giant magnet to put in the cube crusher. Yeah, you guys really should. You guys shouldn't have, have that behind the bar. Like, take that out. Well, like the city's like uh, solution to it was to build a step in front of it, and mm. then it turns out that every drunk asshole that came in there was tripping on the step. Right. So the city came and took the step out. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like the step would just make it ramp yeah. higher into the bar. Like it would fly over the bar instead of just ramming into yeah. it. I think about like concrete pylons or something. Like you can just. Uh, yeah, it makes too much sense, man. Yeah. Moreno, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. true. There's a house by my grandma's house in Indianapolis where it's like the house is right where a road tees into the road they're on. Mm-hmm. And they have got like over the years, because my grandma's lived in this house since I was born. So I've been driving by this house for, you know, 32 years. And over the years, like the the more and more extreme lengths they go to not have people plow into their house drunk, which I guess has happened <sighs> a ton. Because at first it was just like cement poles. Yeah. And then it was really big orange cement poles. And then at one point, this is this is now gone, but at the most extreme, it was like the the five cement poles with a chain connected between them, because somehow that'll help, I guess. Sure, yeah. And then right in front of the poles, they parked a giant truck painted orange to be like, guys, <laughs> there is a road ending right here. Uh, and I guess that truck got hit and uh, they had to remove it. People don't learn, bro. People. Because it's different. Learn. Like, see, I would just it's build- different drunk people. Like, yeah, you know, Brenda didn't learn. <laughs> she might have learned. But then, like, when Keith slams into it, you're screwed. See, I would have just built a ramp to go right over the house. <laughs> go to that goddamn McGinley's backyard. God damn it. Tired we'll cut f- that shrub. I'll make sure that Mitsubishi Gallant <laughs> goes over my house. And it Bring is. X Games bullshit over here. <laughs> car does a 900 into the <laughs> lands right on its car feet what's the guy that did the car feet the whole 180 loop-de-loop on the skateboard danny something danny sponsored by, yeah danny him. mcbride it's it was no. danny mcbride no <laughs> 180 mullet on the skateboard. That Eastbound and Down episode, yeah, that's a good one <laughs> weird episode he'd, he'd smoke some drugs I, and i just the skateboard I, I just remember that fucking one clip from the x games when they were doing that huge fucking ramp and the dude landed and his shoes flew off. I oh, who. when he fell like on a <laughs> straight down. Yeah, it was the vertical, like the competition, like the big air competition. And he just he just beefed it. <laughs> his shoes flew into like the next county. Oh man, I'll, I'll do you one worse. There was uh, Bob Burke was actually training for the mega ramp one time and landed on his legs uh, to the point where his calf blew out. <laughs> <laughs> and you can literally just see a hole through his calf. Uh, but that dude is still skating today, and he's like, "Those guys are dedicated 40s. degenerate psychos." <laughs> no shit, skating for Jesus. Gluttons for punishment. Is he really? No. He is from Brazil. So. I don't know. <clears throat> skating for giant concrete Jesus. I broke like one <laughs> minor bone once, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm done with this." Yeah, I think I bruised a muscle in my forearm, and was like, "Nope, no." Mm-mm. My jerk off yeah, arm. I can't, I can't be injuring this. But I guess that's why I'm not a pro skater. Yes, well, that that and many other reasons. No, no, that's the only reason. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm a big old... Because I quit. Yeah. I quit skateboarding because <laughs> I'm bad at it. I can be good at anything I try, Rob. Because <laughs> would go see a band called Minor Bone. I would, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so speaking of Minor Boners, right, Kyle? Oh! Uh, we were at uh, the Highlands Tap Room on... Tuesday, I believe. Was this Tuesday or was this? One? It was Wednesday. It was it was a weird, sad weekday night of drinking. I think it, it, was, it was Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, and uh, we're just standing around, and it's like me and Kyle and Taylor, and we were with some. Was it just the three of us? I th- believe so. We're standing there talking, and this skinny, you know, decent-looking girl comes walking up with like a couple piercings and like a couple of little tattoos, mm-hmm. and it's just smiling. Just walks right into our circle. Yeah, we're like an awkward like, eighth grader. Yep, nice. And just does it doesn't start talking and just l- 
we finish like what we were saying and then kind of look at her and she's like oh hi you know you just you guys just look cool i don't want to like freak you out or like interrupt your conversation or anything but like um i'm a dancer at the rustic frog neat go on continue yes you have my attention young lady Mm -hmm. and she's like so you know you guys seem cool and it's like let me ask you do you guys like 80s music and i was like (laughs) Do you guys still have stripper Oki or what? <laughs> and uh, she was like, ha, 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 you know, no, not all the time. Maybe sometimes. Like, But, like, do you guys like 80s music? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, all right, some 80s music. Yeah. And she's like, because how would you guys be interested in some free $30 tickets to a concert at the Rustic Frog? And I was like, who's playing? Oh, 80, 80s music, huh? Who's playing? She was like, well, Firehouse. And I was like, whoa. I, whoa, whoa. I, thought, I thought she said fire hose. Which was the 90s. Which was the 90s. I was going to correct her, but fire hose. That would be awesome. And I was like, okay, firehouse. That's hilarious. My mom had a firehouse cassette in the car when I was a kid. They're terrible. (laughs) And she's like, and quiet riot. I was like, what? I was like, give me those goddamn tickets right right now. now." And so we are now the proud owner of free $30 quiet riot firehouse tickets at the Rustic Frog. Outdoor rain or shine. Yeah. If anyone wants them, uh, I'll probably give them to you. $5. $5. Hey, I got it right here. This is Firehouse. You sing, she strips. It's karaoke with strippers. Grab a ticket online for an upcoming <laughs> Wednesday. Hand over a dollar, commit to a song, then let it happen. You'll sing. <laughs> You'll emote. Your backup stripper will harmoniously grind all over the stage and maybe all over you. Oh it's stripper every Wednesday night at the Rustic Frog in New Albany, Indiana. Two for $10 bombs, $3 domestics, and pay an extra 5 bucks to employ one of her friends instead. Don't stop believing we'll never be the same. Oh my god. <laughs> Did that actually air that on the radio? Wait, did you have to say employ legally? Oh god, what's happening? Uh I'm sorry? Did you have to say employ like as a legal I just read the script, man. I, I they think just what they're saying there. is is like you you'll get whatever fucking stripper goes up there to dance to whatever Rob Zombie song you put in. Oh god. But like if you don't like the girl they have dancing, you can pay an additional five dollars to swap her out. Boy, that's for awkward. A more attractive. Oh. Which that's brutal, man. Only five bucks. It's like, yeah, you're not good enough. Uh, so that yeah, that yeah. aired on the actual radio. Oh yeah, that's that beautiful. Less of a like a hedgehog. It aired on the Fox. <laughs> and to be fair, this girl was not unattractive. Like I went to the strip club once or twice in Bloomington. We only had one. It was called Night Moves. And mm-hmm. oh boy, no, even on like moves. Saturday night, which should be the the Varsity Squad, was like, mm-hmm. ooh, ooh, I'm just gonna go to a bar. Uh, it was bad, but, it, but what was funny, though, is after this happened, we're looking around, and I start to see, oh, there's a squad here from the Rustic Frog. Like, there's clearly their, like, stripper ticket giveaway pimp by the entrance talking to the door guy, and he is wearing, like, rhinestoned-out boot-cut jeans. Mm-hmm. He has got a bandana on and a hat on top of the bandana. You know that look. Oh, sure, great. yeah. Great. Like a, like a white trash Stevie, a whiter, trashier Stevie Ray Vaughan. Uh, and he was wearing like one of those T-shirts that was probably like ninety dollars and is all gold foil. Uh, yeah, he looked like King Stunata Fuck Mountain. And then I looked around. There was like clearly they brought one stripper for each like kind of person they expected uh, to to encounter. There was like an olive skin girl with like curly hair wearing like a leopard onesie. And then there was like the down home country girl who like literally had the the tied open buttoned up shirt you know what i mean and like the daisy dukes and cowboy boots and right. then the quasi punk one to like whoever's here we're gonna send the alternative one yeah <laughs> and then a friend of the show jared Wright, was like he came out and i was like man this stripper from the fucking rustic frog just gave us tickets to quiet Riot." he's like what and i'm like yeah there they go and they were already across the street in the taco bell parking lot going away 
And he's like, wait, no, strippers, come back. <laughs> and uh, they ignored him. They did? Oh, no. They didn't come back, so he didn't get his free ticket to Quiet Riot. Uh, so and when's the show? August 15th. Oh. Uh, and <laughs> I'm pretty on the fence about it. I, I'm not. Be- I'm on the side of the fence where I'm not going to that shit. <laughs> oh. That's gonna be the. Oh, it's gonna know. be. It's gonna be like sad and depressing, but also, dudes, you gotta go and get station IDs from Quiet, from Quiet Riot. Riot. Yes, of course. Only if they'll do it as pious Riot. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> the but, joke that will not die. And I mentioned the Andrew WK show to the girl, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah, definitely have like, uh, you know, the it's the fourth and fifth or whatever." And I was like, "I know." And she's like, "We might be back at other points giving away free tickets to that." I'm going to show up and I'm going to take all those tickets and throw them in the garbage <laughs> so people have to come to the barbecue and not go see Andrew WK. Rustic Frog is weird. They seem like they've been like booking like actual shows there now. But um, it's all outside. It's it like is an outdoor all outside. Stage, which is weird. Blood Planet played there. Vader Bomb played there. Max is wearing a Vader Bomb shirt. Yeah. Vader Bomb like, played in a wrestling ring, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird. All sorts well, of uh, so what you're saying is there. let's find out how we get ourselves booked on a Rustic Frog show. It can't be hard. No. <laughs> well, or can it? You are at the frog. Uh, oh. The only thing hard is in my pants, baby. Yeah. That was the implication. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just uh, playing off that. <laughs> riffing? Are you, are you yes-anding me? Yes, yes. And? and? Um, but I also did a uh, commercial for Trixie's. Now, I did the Rustic Frog for the dudes, and then I did the uh, Trixie's commercial for the ladies. They got that. Attention, ladies of Louisville. Are you ready for the ultimate ladies' night out? On Wednesday, July 22nd, Trixie's Entertainment Complex on Preston is giving you the Magic Mike Tour. General admission, VIP tickets, and VIP tables with champagne and guaranteed front row seats are all available. This. All right. <laughs> we got a phone call. <laughs> Enough of my yeah. hey, Connor, stupidness. What's up? Hey, hello. You're on the air. So, one thing I love about it is <laughs> really into uh, regional references. Yes. Is uh, when when you get to the point of you know, you know the rustic frog. You could be making that name up, and I would have no idea. You could right. be just like, like, oh yeah, down at, down at the bloated weasel. You know they have the stripper <laughs> the thing. Yeah. Bloated weasel. Now Conan, you've heard of this thing called Google, right? If you want to find out if rustic <laughs> frog New Albany is real, it's called looking it up. <laughs> That's you. Massively overestimate my interest level in what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy that calls in every week, just saying, not for nothing. <laughs> now my uh, my strip club is called the Corroded Toad. A little play <laughs> off of the uh, <laughs> off, off the Rustic Frog. Something that a little CLR won't clean up. Oh, there's some stuff in those places that CLR will not clean up, my uh, friend. <laughs> What's up, man? What's going on? Oh, just uh, just checking in with you. I'd just like to report that uh, we uh, showed Brett Eugene Ralph uh, a pretty yeah, good time, Chucky yes. boy. That's cool. He was a uh, he was here for uh, for the week or so. It was a great fun hanging out with that dude. Yeah, he He's seemed like he was there man. for a long time. Yeah, was he just traveling, or did he have like some other agenda, or did he just come to come to check out the scene? He was actually marrying. He's an ordained minister, and he Me was too. marrying some friends. Oh, cool. That's neat. That's a nice uh, thing to do. Yeah, I did that last year. I've been to yeah, a, a, a the Universal Life Church. Yeah, that's correct, sir. Fifteen bucks. You know uh, where I'm actually from, like where I grew up, Modesto. That's where the church is actually located. So they actually me, have a my church. Friends, I thought they just had they a do. website. Actually, well, there it's like an administrative office, right? Uh, yeah. The whole idea is yeah. that there isn't like a church, but uh, instead of just going over and doing the internet thing, me and my friend, like in high school, like senior year, we we're like, hey, what do you want? What do you want to do? Let's go get ordained as ministers. And we walked over to the Universal Life Church and got ordained like after school. And, then, was, and then you firebombed an abortion clinic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. Rough. It was a massive success. 
<laughs> I've been to a uh, Brett Ralph ordained uh, wedding here in town. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah, look, I mean, he was telling me like his process for it. It's it's really thoughtful and interesting. Like it sounded like you know this must be like a super cool thing that he does because he like really kind of I don't know he he puts his, he puts his heart into it and like he like doesn't ever like marry people like a couple that he doesn't back mm-hmm. I guess. Well, <laughs> you he, know what I mean? This is a uh, <laughs> wedding for the uh, viol- the violin player of uh, the Kentucky Crone Review, review who played the uh, 2011 barbecue at Drug Church. Uh, she 10, was there? 2010. 10? That was, Drug Church was 10. Are you sure? Yes. Conan, is he right? I don't know. Uh, it's because I, that was the yeah, old line of the Yeah, was one of the only ones I did not go to. Okay. So, yeah. so it was that one. I remember that. I remember that because I basically had to turn the internet off for that uh, for that weekend, lest I throw my computer out the window. If you look at pictures, she's the one that has the uh, Indian headdress playing the uh, the fiddle there. Jamie. And, uh, yeah, Brett did a great job. He, uh, like, seemed like he, you know, sat Jamie and Adam down and, like, really got to, like, figure out their whole, you know, love story. And then he, using, because he's a wordsmith and a poet, he crafted this uh, beautiful uh, ceremony. And it was uh, legit. Good dude. Yeah, it's it's it kind of impressed me just because I I know other people that are you know ordained ministers and they and they uh you know they they've done weddings and stuff and so varying degrees of uh of buy-in and effort put into it but it sounded like you know he was you know because he stayed with us for for a few days too and he was telling me about the process and I was like wow that's really cool man like it's it's neat to like and I, I don't know why I'm surprised I mean the guy kind of goes full bore with everything he does mm-hmm. right but. Yeah, it was it was it was real cool to see. You know, it was uh, it sounded sound like it was a really good time. Had had a great time hanging with that dude. Had him on the show last week, as we all know, he's quite the rock on tour. So absolutely, great stories, stories too. On him. Yeah, I think there should be a whole just Brett Ralph Power Hour of just storytelling from malignant growth shows and oh yeah, and the whole gamut. Oh man, he he told all kinds of stories on Protonic Reversal. He talked he talked about that that Waylon Jennings story about him flicking the dude in the nuts. Uh, <laughs> haven't heard <laughs> that one. one. Like think, flicking Waylon uh, well, Jennings in the nuts? It, well, uh, all right, that's that's the terminus of the story. It, it, it's funny. It, it's trust me. It's, <laughs> you can hear the episodes, podcast. Come on, man. Exactly. Not retell it. Uh, but yeah, like one of his first shows was like seeing Thin Lizzy. Like it's fucking wild. Like you know, classic Thin Lizzy too. Jealous. Like, that's, that's, he's done it all. He like sang with Minor Threat like during Soundcheck when like Ian was like busy taking their roadie to like the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hardcore. It was nuts. Very hardcore. You know, after I did your wedding, uh, mm-hmm. I was like, "Man, that was a it was an enjoyable experience. It was nice, and I pretty sure I didn't cry." And uh, everyone seemed to enjoy the speech that I wrote and went through like five drafts of. And then I got like a phone call, like a mystery phone call, like a week later. It was like, "Hey, I was looking for uh, Rob that performed a Man in Elliot's wedding. Give me a call back." I was like, "Ooh, maybe this would be like a cool thing that I can do sometimes." And like before in this, I got the speaking voice, and I can write something nice. <laughs> and then uh, I called the guy back, and he's like. Yeah, um, this is you know so and so, and I remember somebody mentioned you played magic. I'm trying to sell a bunch of magic cards. Are you interested? And I was like, oh god, <laughs> lame. <laughs> I was like, no, dude. Getting two birds stoned at the same time. Uh, looks like. Yeah. And, and Rob was like, oh, I can't believe you. Would- Wait, what cards? <laughs> <laughs> eh, nah, yeah. I did ask. Yeah, nothing. I did. Yeah, I asked. Do they have the equivalent of like Joker <laughs> cards or just like the instruction cards that come with a, like a deck of cards? There are there are actually what they call rules cards or like tips cards, and they've mm-hmm. usually now they used to have like rules on them, but the rules of that game are, I mean, 
an actual physical printed out rule book would be something like 200 pages. Oh, yeah. uh, and like the what they have now are like their little they call them tips cards, but it's only like the somebody who's never played before would think that was a hot tip. But they have like little advertisements for um, new sets and stuff. Okay. The answer is yes. Well, we'll uh, give you a whole three minute segment <laughs> and you can talk all the uh, magic on the show from here on out. No, I don't. Uh, I don't need to do that. Are you sure? I just thought it was funny because I, it was related to weddings and, and officiating. And I mm. thought like it would be a cool little side thing I could do. And then the guy just wanted to sell me fucking magic cards. <laughs> like, yeah, do you know who? It was? <laughs> uh, I think it was Pierre. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't right. say that because nobody would know what that meant but you. Right. Right. And and Amanda. Well, cool. Yeah. So, so Rob, how long have you been playing drums? I didn't realize you played drums in Heavy Reader. Um, oh, yeah. I played drums in high school in the marching band and stuff. So I've always been capable of playing a drum set. But I just, I've never owned one and never really done it full time because I was doing like guitar stuff or bass stuff in whatever random bands. Uh, so I always maintain an interest in it and would play a lot of uh, Guitar Hero drums, you know what I mean? To keep myself sharp. <laughs> exact same thing. Practice, yeah. really. <laughs> uh, it, honestly, it helped me a ton. Like just learning to use your limbs independently, like it was pretty good just for like coaching you on like, yes, do these independent beats with your limbs. And it's not yeah. like, it's not exactly the real thing, but like in terms of like, how to like syncopate with your with your various limbs. It was actually super helpful. And uh, I played drums with Kyle actually in like 2009 or something. Uh, That's correct. We did a Death From Above 1979 cover band for Halloween and I played drums for that. And then uh, me and Kyle's band Bastard Club that we did for about a year and a half, um, we rotated. So like I played bass on some songs, I did standalone vocals on some, and I did drums on that some too. So it's been like, I guess two years that I've actually been playing a drum set more more seriously and frequently. All right. I think I'm getting pretty not shitty at it. I would agree. But, like, that first Heavy Reader show was, like, a fucking drag for me because it was, like, you know, the guys in the studio, Tracer's drummer was, like, good, and the drummer <laughs> for fucking Powder Room was good, and then it was, like, Erica from Motherfucker, who might as well be Animal from the Muppets, and then it was, like, then it was me. I was, like, ah. Oh. It was, like, four, three awesome drummers in a row, and then, like, I I felt like the fucking phonics monkey from South Park, <laughs> 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 like, without the vigorous Dang. masturbation on stage. Like, like, oh man, can we play first next time? So yeah, people, like, hey, that guy was pretty good. And then just by the time other better drummers show me up, like, forgotten about me already. Can we also play first so we don't get super wasted? Like yeah, I did. yeah. At our first show. Yeah, that might that was our, that was our other error. <laughs> that was that was, that was a bad. Oh, was that was that a thing that happened? Oh god, yeah. Oh yeah. From what I vaguely remember, yeah, sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice move. <laughs> See, it's at Magbar, and I, I, as soon as I step into Magbar, I just immediately start drinking and smoking the, the green. And uh, well, then it's like yeah. I'm so it's like sense memory. I'm so used to it being a wax eater show at the Magbar. Mm -hmm. Man, I can have 15 drinks and still play a wax eater. Sure. Like, fine. It's like ingrained in my muscle memory now. And then I sat down. I was like, oh, wait, shit, my foot has to do what? Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah, that's so. That's the thing that, like, years ago, I kind of like swore off just from the you know bad experiences of just you know doing really any kind of major drinking at all when when I'm playing. Mm. But it's always a bummer because then you know for local shows, you know, you know we'd always end up being uh, you know three band bill, put the three man in the middle, of course. That's the, that's the bro move. It's the sandwich. Yeah. Yep. And the patty. And then we would always end up having to close the night out. So it's like, all right, no drinking again. And then like, oh, guess what? I'm driving. Oh, guess I'm not drinking at all. Cool. Right on. <laughs> well, that was an issue with like, I never, you know, I don't drink like a ton at Wax Theater shows before we play because like, 
if I drink beer, it, I do. It, yeah, but I do. I have to <laughs> sing those sets, so it's like my throat gets all fucked up if I have a bunch of beer. Like it'll give out yeah, halfway yeah. through the set. Reflux. So I'll have like a couple, maybe like a whiskey drink here or there, not a ton. But the, I think part of the, the heavy reading show, I was like, oh fuck yeah, do a show where I don't have to sing. It won't hurt my. It won't hurt my throat to right, uh, right. to to have a bunch of beers. And then like. I forgot, like, oh, but you know what? It will hurt my ability to count. <laughs> Keep time. Yeah. <laughs> or remember things. So, lesson learned. Yeah. It's all right. Lesson learned. Well, Still had fun. And then Powder oh, yeah. Rude, dude was, uh, Bubba was uh, passing some, oh, like, yeah. uh, special ginger snaps to the crowd in the middle of the set. And, uh, oh, Bubba. It was all sorts. Well, the rest of the set and then the rest of the barbecue weekend, that guy had, like, a shoebox. Yeah. Uh. Uh, full of those fucking things. I, I think it was Bubba after after our first show that gave me the most good job, sport. Kind of that, good job, squirt. Yeah, it's like it's, yeah, it's like just sit down know, on his knee. I I think so. He was feeding me ginger snaps. You tried real stroking hard. my hair. Yeah, Ugh. you did your best. If you put him in a Santa Claus outfit, he could be bad Santa, <laughs> bad B A U D. <laughs> P-A-U-D <laughs> bad Santa yeah, bad Santa. Man, I, I, will, I will produce the fuck out of that movie Man yeah. Billy I'll kick your ass money. you don't cast him <laughs> Yeah Billy Bissig bad Santa <laughs> yeah. Can I be Starring the... Billy Bissig Nick Bissig And Bubba <laughs> yeah, Can I be the fat kid with the sandwiches <laughs> you, can, you can be the you can be the midget. Oh, oh, oh Conan, that's not the. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. That's not, I, I, yeah, that's not. You know I am of average height. Little person. Well, yeah, but compared to those dudes, man, you're, you're like me. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I believe he's a couple inches taller than you, Conan. Does that make? Yeah. Does that make every other average person in the movie a midget? Well, how, how tall are you, Kyle? Oh, uh, I am five ten on a good day. Okay. Yeah. So you're two inches taller than me. <laughs> okay. Mm, on a good day. Mind. Yeah, if I'm wearing a pair of boots, I'm almost like six foot. It's crazy. All right. <laughs> yeah. Good talk. Guys. All right. Anyway, good talk. Guys. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I've nothing. So I, I, I want to say that uh, we, I actually just I haven't even listened to them yet, but I have some of the rough mixes off of the new Secret Friends record. Hey, hey. So, uh, assuming that all sounds good, I'll send some of that over for you to play uh, before the before the Pierce Louvre. I'm really looking forward to. How do you have you them? Know and you know, guys, hanging out. Yet. I think it'll be fun. How do you have them and you haven't listened to them yet? Like every time I get a mix back, I will stop whatever I'm. I'll pinch a loaf off and like run to the computer. Like, how have you been able to withstand the <laughs> I, well, temptation I, to listen? You understand? I'm still that it's it's like six o'clock here and I'm still at work, right? You're still work at six, man. New job time, bro. <laughs> I got off work at two twenty p.m. Believe me, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to them. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna turn know. I'm gonna turn this show off and I'm gonna listen to those. Immediately, still work. He's taking a. He's making a. Phone what is your call. day job? Yeah, I actually don't know what you do. Uh, <laughs> Del Taco. <laughs> no, it's definitely not Del Taco. Uh, okay, here, here's. Is it a secret? If you really want to do this, you can ask me questions and I can answer them. Is it El Pollo Loco? That's the only way we can do it. What's you work for the fucking CIA? Is it harder to describe? No. Okay. I do not work for the CIA. Do you work with computers? No, I just I have to be careful about what I say. Oh, okay. That's it's it. one of those. Can you not describe what the job is? You don't have to tell us the company. What field? Yeah. Uh, I'm a network engineer. Okay. Oh, that's easy. Okay. There you go. <laughs> that's all we need. Well, so I'm, actually, I'm actually the senior network engineer at, uh, for the thing that I do, mm. uh, and it involves some degree of secrecy. and uh, like So I never talk about it on social networking ever. Because there's so many rules about what you can and can't talk about, it's easier not to say anything. But like yeah, network, yeah. meaning like you connect their systems. 
And yeah, well, I mean, all right, network yeah. engineering is, is like getting things things from point A to point B, and then also making sure it's the right things, right? It's the sciences. So what I do, the certifications that I have, like the, the one that is like the next one I'm going after is considered like a master's degree in the internet by people in this in this mm. industry. Ah, I don't know. I'm so good that's at the internet. like I what that. I do for a living. All right then. Hey, that's all. I was just and, curious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not trying to get you in trouble. Yeah. No, no, it's it's fine. It's just I got I just awesome gotta be real fun. careful about what I say in a in a, in a public environment, and I, I I'll never say anything that's compromising myself. That's but that's why I always sometimes, you know, if somebody really wants to know, I'll I'll I'm glad to talk about what I can talk about, but it's easier just to do is like yes and no questions rather than just like start talking about it and then I say too much and the next thing you know Guantanamo you know, Bay, right? Yeah. Could you end up in Guantanamo <laughs> Bay? Yeah, exactly. Could you really? <laughs> could tell? Could you conceivably end up in Guantanamo Bay if you said the wrong thing? On... No, I would not end up in Guantanamo Bay. Do you work for I, Skynet? I sure the fuck would hope not. <laughs> are, you, okay. are, you, are you setting up Skynet? Yes, okay. I, I work for Skynet. So. Did you command that robot to kill that guy at the Volkswagen factory? <laughs> wow. Oh, rough. What it did. Yeah, I'm actually doing some repairs in the T-1000 right now. All right. Ooh. I, mean, I, have a, I have a T40. Could you look at it? <laughs> Did you guys see that new Terminator movie? That I'm not. I know. I'm not all. yet. No, 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 no. I really don't like is, sequels of it, any kind. Is it on the USA Network yet? I mean, then maybe. <laughs> is it on T? I mean, I really. I thought Terminator Two was actually better than the original. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You didn't sure. like Wayne's World Two, Elliot? Oh, I mean, I got to pick my battles, but I'd say a lion share of sequels it, just oh, suck. Most nuts. definitely. Yeah. You know, I watched Horrible Bosses 2 uh, the other week. Why? Uh, I don't know. It was fucking on, Kyle. I'm bored. <laughs> yeah. I don't work in the summer. Uh, you know, honestly, it wasn't that bad. Fair. Well, guys, don't worry, because my understanding is that LeBron James has agreed to star in Space Jam 2, so that's going to be I on I did deck hear deck. that. Mm-hmm. Is it? What, really? <laughs> yeah, that's a real thing. Uh, interesting. <laughs> it you is. You know, I, I saw Trainwreck, you know, the Amy uh, Schumer movie yeah. that LeBron James is in, and he was actually pretty fucking funny in it. That's what everybody says. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Well, what was really funny was watching Bill Hader play off him, because there was a part where he, like, refuses to pick up the check, and he's like, LeBron, you're LeBron, pick up the fucking check, LeBron. He's like, come on. He's like, no, I, I don't want money to get between us. I want us to be even, like, real friends. He's like, you're a fucking, you're a goddamn multimillionaire. And then he's like, we'll split it. Is that okay? Can we split it? And LeBron starts patting his pants down like he doesn't have his wallet. And he's just like, fuck you, man. Dude, fuck you. It was just great watching Bill Hader scream fuck you in LeBron James' face. All right, bye, guys. All right. <laughs> man, man. Like All right I haven't I'm seen out. it yeah. good, 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 Good talking to you. And yeah. uh, good apparently calling into my own show uh, as the meta tag reads. Sorry about that. It's <laughs> all right. It is um, okay. Yeah, if I can make a uh, request, I don't know if you have uh, any music requests coming up. Uh, Hit me. But it, Go I ahead. There's a you, there's talk of um, uh, the practice wife. Yeah. Here, right. Mm-hmm. I just play, got that play email. Off that record, it's good. Uh, that is the uh, that is the idea here a little later in the nine o'clock hour. Mm-hmm. Cool. I got it. I had to have it resent because they use some like. Uh, file transfer site where it had like a time limit on it, and he sent James sent me it a long time ago, and then I opened it today to download, and said had this weird little alien thing like it's not available anymore. So I got it now. I got it now. We are going to uh, play it a little bit later here. We got tracers to play. We got some uh, hot wires from Louisville to play. They're also playing Sunday at the barbecue. We're going to hear a whole bunch of stuff, and by request, cool man. Practice wise. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, good, good talking to you guys, and uh, I'll, I'll 
be listening in until I'm listening to the Mix and Store new record. Perfect. And then you send those uh, via Rock and Roll Stork over to our place. Yes. yes. You got it. I like it, man. Thanks for calling. Uh, bye, buddy. All right, Later. see you. Conan Neutron of Conan Neutron and the Secret Friends and Head Cheese of Radio Nope. Jack, I, hello, Conan, and before you even answered. Yeah, you did <laughs> nail that. <laughs> he has like four different numbers. It's so hard to keep track of. <laughs> probably calling him from work. I also like the yeah. whole, I can't listen to my band's new recordings. I'm at work. He's on the phone with us for 20 minutes <laughs> at work. It's like actors that yeah. can't watch their own movies. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would like that either. Like watching mm-hmm. your own movie. Uh, like yeah. if you're in a movie. I listen to my own radio shows and stuff when I was on Art FM. I still I yeah. listen to this show all the time, even though I participated in these shows. Still it's, like to. I like to not take a trip to down memory like, lane for like six months, mm-hmm. and then by the time I've forgotten everything that happened mm-hmm. on the show, then it's fun. It's like new. Mm-hmm. It's like mad. Oh, oh, it's magic. Here's what we're going to do. Why don't yep. we take a break? Yep. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk to some tracers here. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll trace our hands and make turkeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tis the season. Do you guys trace? Is that how you got the <laughs> band name? We do. We trace. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. All right. Crowns, markers, colored pencils. Crown. Uh, every medium possible. Every crayon, medium. There you go. please. <laughs> crayon. I have a daughter. We got some uh, art supplies upstairs. Let's do this shit. Yeah. Maybe we can trace our dicks. <laughs> no. I prefer not to. <laughs> hey, there's an email. Oh. Hopefully it's uh, somebody buying a barbecue ticket. All right. Why don't we hear some hot wires? They're a uh, rock and roll, psyched out, garage, punk, surf, early rock and roll. Slapback? No. Maybe Reverb, a close cousin of Slapback. The kids like the Slapback combo with a little Reverb, a splash of Reverb. Reverb. And uh, we'll hear Hot Wires for a few songs. We'll come back, talk to Tracers. We'll do a Bobby Cole drinks. Because we got to have our drinks cold for cold drinks, yeah, for fuck's the, sake. The liquor barn that is my go-to uh, cold drink purchasing <laughs> warehouse is going out of business Friday. Uh, and A, we should probably go in there and buy yeah. highly deeply discounted yeah, booze. Now's the time to strike. <laughs> because Oh, everything. Is, it's, everything's like buy three, get one, or buy one, get one, three free or whatever. <laughs> like They are certainly uh, wrapping it up in there. It's like a firework stand on July 5th. Yeah. It's like a liquid... Liquidation sale. I thought alcohol was recession proof. Are they just like severely fucking up their business model? I think so. I think the giant Kroger sized liquor store is in and of itself a <laughs> terrible business model. Like yeah. how much variety do you need? Like I know people are like some people are super snobs and picky about their booze, but it's like you know, you could just go to the store you know has the thing you want. Like they're pretty like state liquor is not a small space or like Top Hat has a good selection. Like liquor barn this thing, it's it's I sw- it's a, the size of a fucking Target, mm-hmm. and it, I, it it seems unnecessary to me. Now in Austin, like in Texas, they have this place called Specs mm-hmm. that is literally three times the size of that liquor oh my barn. God. But you know it's Texas where everything's bigger, right. so I don't know. I heard it's you weird. don't mess with that. No, not if you want to live. All right, tell the tale. We'll hear some uh, hot wires here. Right. None of the above. We'll be right back.
Hey, music from Louisville's The Hot Wires. And I believe that song was called Rolling Over. And then we also heard uh, Never Coming Down from The Hot Wires. They are playing Sunday, which is kind of the uh, local Louisville showcase. Do we? Do I know anybody in that band? Methinks mm, not. Okay, then. Uh, Brad White is a cool. He's a motorcycle dude. He's in charge of uh, like Kentucky Kickdown, and oh yeah, he's doing this like River City Rumble compilation that Neighbors on, and a bunch of other uh, bands are on. Cool. And I said, uh, throw Heavy Reader on there next time, and maybe some Tracers, and uh, we'll be all right. Yeah, or he we'll said, come down there, we'll cut you. <laughs> <laughs> motorcycle style. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Tracers, they are our guest in. Studio Underground, we have uh, Victor Corbett and Maxwell Overstreet <laughs> in studio, sitting on the couch. They're on yellow and orange microphone <laughs> for people keeping stats at home. Garfield Nody, baby. <laughs> These are like the Monday night football from the from the early 90s. Yeah, the orange, <laughs> the bright color. The orange uh, windscreens. All the color of the NBC, uh, NBC rainbow. <laughs> I meant to say peacock, not rainbow. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, tell us a little bit about Tracers. How did you guys get started? How long have you been a band? It's a good place to start. It's been about four years that we've been making music. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just started making on my laptop like loops with my guitar and then turned it into live stuff. Right on. Find and then you find people who could keep up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep up with the loop. Did you... You use like Ableton or Fruity Loops. I, I started out on Fruity Loops. Me too, bro. I had like Fruity Loops like 1.0. That's <laughs> some crazy shit. I think I started on 7. Okay. <laughs> Rub it in my face. <laughs> I remember he, like talking to some friends who had like Fruity Loops, like, you know, loop programs like that. And uh, they would mention it and they'd be like, oh, yeah, I was just messing around with Fruity Loops. Before I knew that it was a computer program that dealt with recording music. Not the breakfast like, cereal. What yeah. the fuck is this guy talking about? Massive <laughs> disappointment. It's Fruity Loops over here. I was just, are you playing with cereal? Bruh? Bruh? Yeah. And then you recruited bros to play the instruments? There's actually a guy from here, a producer, Andrew Rothbauer, who got with me and showed me that you could do a lot more than what I was doing mm-hmm. on Fruity Loops and he wrote all the the first drum parts to our first songs and then I met Dave and Max it's the latest edition right on Max plays electronical bass yes so on told. a keyboard yeah <laughs> <laughs> on a keyboard <laughs> he did for he's upside down like a bat and just hits the it's actually keytar he's really good oh, with the right. mod wheel <laughs> I mean that's the first the first rule of of keyboard playing is is to get your mod wheel chops up. Yeah, he's and your pitch wheel too. Let's not forget about pitch wheel. Oh uh, yeah. That's what Hey, God gave you four fingers, four <laughs> wheels. God. Two in the pink, skills. two in the mod wheel. Two in the pink, one in the stink, and your ring finger on the mod wheel, my friend. <laughs> ring that's, the, that's the Bob Moog shocker right there. <laughs> Yeah, it's the stupidest thing I've ever said. Yeah. So, like your early recordings, it was uh, just like guitar and then like like digital drums. Yeah, it was all digital. He uh, he came over to my house one day and just recorded me playing all the songs on his laptop, and then pretty much produced the songs around the ideas I had. Mm-hmm. Cool. And we started being like, man, this could uh, we could actually make a band out of this kind of thing, and went from there. What were you listening to 
when you started the band that at the time I flourished was in, your sound. I was in a death metal band at the time, and we yes. played <laughs> we played like really heavy stuff like that. And I always wanted to kind of try to make something you could just zone out to. So, right on. I'm glad that you said zone out because that's what I like to do to music. <laughs> zone out. It's true. Maybe have a little bit of the in uh, zone out. Yeah. That's good times. Okay. <laughs> Any specific bands that influence you or? Yeah, I was, uh, back when I was learning Fruity Loops, I was in trouble a lot while I was in high school and I spent a lot of time on like Friday nights at home and there's a program on KET called Aussie's Austin City Limits that, yeah, huh? that comes on and I saw Explosions in the Sky play. All right. And Absolutely. I was just like, whoa, these dudes are doing all kinds of stuff that I would never think to do with, with guitar tone and stuff like that. And, and a little, uh. Little deedly dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Little deedly dudes. I can't imagine explosions in the sky on Austin City Limits. Uh, it's like, for this week, Willie Nelson. Next week. They're from Texas, right? Explosions in the sky. Are they? Yeah. Uh, I, I remember one summer, it was like, I, like rock music wasn't a part of my life until that point. And one summer, I, it was them. I saw the Tours on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Death Cab for Cutie. Just a bunch of people that I would never have heard about. Yeah. If I wasn't grounded. <laughs> if I wasn't <laughs> right. uh, well, what, what were you into before that then? No rock music? Death metal? Um, That's rock I was, music. Yeah, well, that was more of the people I was hanging around with. They were all into that kind of stuff. So I I got exposed to that. But mostly it was like hip-hop and R&B that my mom played. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Cool. A lot so, of Outkast and Erica Badu kind of stuff like that. Good stuff. Some sense of rhythm in there, though. You get to incorporate all that stuff, like into when you start doing guitar music, and it's like, doesn't just have to be like clunky ass chords. Yeah, that was. Yeah, it's like my a lot of my students are. I mean, they're all huge rap culture. You know, it's an inner city high school, and you know, uh, like I have, you know, students that you know grew up. You know, they're they're black kids, grew up black neighborhoods, black family. They're not listening to a lot of guitar music. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) yeah, they're like, well, what do you listen to? I'm like, oh, you know, like. Like rock bands, like these kids have heard five rock songs in their whole life. I think the only <laughs> stuff that I that I heard at that time that was rock music was like early two thousands, like Limp Biscuit and Corn <laughs> and, and stuff like New that. New metal, real metal, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know the good stuff we call it around here. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> it's cool though that you can go from like it's it's weird like because you expect people to not be put on to new music like that anymore because like you know you've got like your friends you say your friends will listen to death metal so that's what you listen to and that like you know your mom what your parents are listening to that's what you listen to and then you hear about like now you know you're hearing about new music from the internet and yeah the internet changed changed everything yeah. for me but it's, it's, you're <laughs> like, oh i was watching i was grounded so i was watching pbs and uh, I was, <laughs> oh, a little program called Austin City Limits. it's like wait what year is it <laughs> like, man people finding out about bands from austin city limits is something i have not heard of having happened like for a, quite a long time, I, it's cool, man. I think that the internet, like MySpace and stuff, was going at that time. MySpace, it was man. just, oh yeah, I wasn't allowed on the computer because <laughs> I, I was, social media. yeah, I was messing up back in the day, and I could only get on there to look up like guitar lessons and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I had to get the password for my parents to get on get on the internet, and then. Are we talking a CompuServe or a Juno or Net Zero? <laughs> well, it was still probably 2007, L. All right, yeah. I think it was like People PC or something like that. One Ooh, was that's a good one. Free mail. A little younger pro- than me. Pro- right. Prodigy Internet. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just crazy because I remember like being almost resentful. Like I don't like I'm an only child and I don't really care about that at all. 
But except for no, this is going somewhere. Goddamn it, Kyle's just <laughs> laughing. Kyle's laughing at me. Uh, go for it. I don't like what sucked is that you know I have a like a lot of my friends got into like cool bands when they were in high school before you know the internet was big. Because they had cool older siblings. Yeah, yeah that's who, how I feel talking to, to Max and, and people I'm like, like you a guys. Year that know, older than you. Yeah, but your brother knows. Like, yeah, oh, well, yeah. you got Beanie there. Who's feeding yeah. it to you? Come well, on, man. Like, I thought he was implying that I was like way older than him. I was like, there's like a a year or two months different. <laughs> well, no, like I, you know, I grew up. You know, me and El both grew up in Southern California, mm-hmm. and all I had to find out about new bands was from my friends who were like, oh, you know, this uh, awesome uh, Blink One Eighty Two. And uh, less than Jake, and like I'm, I live five miles away from the guys and drive like Jehu and Hot Snakes and like the Locust and like no all these shit. bands. It's like, oh man, you know what would be really cool is if I was going to those uh, house shows that Hot Snakes were playing. God damn it! <laughs> and it's like you know, but, from the you just feel like yeah, you missed yeah. out. There was a band uh, yeah. from here called Emmanuel that was like, I guess huge around yeah. Louisville at the time. <laughs> I and saw Emmanuel. <laughs> Bob Scott. I didn't, I didn't mm, listen yeah. to him until after. I guess they had broken up, and I was like, wow, how did I miss out on? Yeah, it's like the house, the shows are happening in your backyard. And like, no internet. Like, I had friends who were into Fugazi in high school. Like, when I moved to New York, they were like, oh, yeah, Fugazi. But how the fuck did you hear about this? Like, I don't, this shit's not on MTV. And there's no internet. And I don't have, like, an older brother giving me a mixtape that he got his freshman year <laughs> in college. So I was like, I was like, God damn it. Firing about everything super late. Yeah. yeah, I got fortunate with that because like between me and Beanie, I think there's a, I think it's 17 year difference. Yeah, so, it's a like, couple of years. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but like after we didn't really like start hanging out until like after I graduated high school because he was always you know always busy and not not shitting on that dude because I love him, <laughs> but like he we yeah, just living two different lives and 17 years apart. What do you have in common with a five year old kid? It's like hey dude, uh, fart jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wrestling action figures. But, uh, <laughs> I love that he's he's 32 years old and you're five and he's like. Yeah, I still like a wrestling. <laughs> no, but like he he introduced me to a lot of my favorite bands now, like Quicksand and you know, yeah. like so yeah. Drive by Jehu, you know, bands like that, and that actually Quicksand's a lot. Blue of, Tip, yeah, it's like <laughs> yep, the poor man's Quicksand, yeah. Yeah. Swerve Diver, yeah, yeah, all the good stuff. So you like the uh, post rock stuff right there? Post well, yeah, like uh, it was weird because like uh, my dad was always the classic rock guy, and then my mom was like new age and grunge, so that's where I get my love of like Soundgarden and bands like that. And then Beanie's always played in hardcore bands, so that's where I got you know all that influence. So that's comes full circle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, my mom was way into Def Leppard. Oh. <laughs> And my, here I am before you. My parents took me to see John Cougar Mellencamp when I was like five. <laughs> to my mom's credit, she did take me to see Elvis Costello. So that was... Poor man's Bruce Springsteen. Elvis Costello? <laughs> no. Oh, oh, Camp. I was about to throw you in a headlock and drag you outside. <laughs> That'd be super funny if I, if I ever heard somebody seriously refer to Elvis Costello as the poor man's Bruce Springsteen. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Them's fighting words. <laughs> when did you pick up the guitar? I was about 12. Okay, same here. And I was learning sh- covers of shitty bands, like you guys call the good music. Like, the good music? Like <laughs> Lots Lincoln of open. Park songs and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of open D. Yeah. Yeah, a I'm, whole lot of that. that. I mean, that's how I learned to play guitar, was I sat down on my, you know, uh, my Prodigy Internet account and did the, you know, that the printer where the paper was still attached to the little holes? Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, my God. Uh, and was printing out, like, Deftones and Nirvana tabs, like oh, yeah. trying to teach myself how to play like my own summer and then in parentheses shove it. You know what I'm talking about? Like <laughs> the good stuff, yeah. You know? The good stuff. <laughs> Lamenting the fact that my guitar didn't have seven strings, you know. Yeah. 
I learned guitar from Guitar World magazine, and they had just new metal. They would back. always have like a Queens of the Stone Age song in Guitar World, though. Yeah, it was always like a, it was like Demu Borgir and Feel Good Hit of the Summer. <laughs> like, well, like I've said in the air a bunch note. of times, it's like yeah, Queens of the Stone Age would be featured in Guitar World, but it never gave them the time of the day because uh, they were like Queens of the Stone Age. That's a, the stupidest band name I've ever heard of. I it really love is. Queens yeah. Of the Stone Age. Oh, I do too. I'm a huge fan. Seen them like seven or eight times and uh that pisses me off every but, time you tell me that <laughs> fuck you with like but in guitar world it always just showed like nick and josh and just like how is this a band with just two people and then uh yeah and then i'm like that's such a dumb band name and then i don't know where i first heard their stuff i was like okay then like this is like changing my life I'm i think like, they might have been the last band that i got into because i heard their song on the actual terrestrial radio yeah really the summer i moved from san diego to new york before my senior year of high school uh that was the year it was like 2000 that's when um rated r came out yeah so uh lost started keeping a secret was on oh, yeah. was on the radio a bunch and i thought that song was awesome because it's awesome mm-hmm. and i got that record and didn't get it 17 year old me wasn't ready i was like <laughs> this is weird fuck this <laughs> I was like, yeah like, where's my tool album Where's my Weezer Green album? Where's my Bush? Where's yeah. my Live? I knew where that was. Songs yeah. for the Deaf was like the first album that me and my dad like bonded over to the point where really? we bought that album three different times. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, one, uh, it got locked up in the uh, Pontiac Grand Prix that he owned because the engine blew up and the radio wouldn't let go of this disc. So, hey, that's we good. Bought the copy. Gotta get a new one the next day. <laughs> that is really a top ten, top ten all times record. Oh did, yeah. When did you pick up the bass? Uh, I didn't. I actually started out with guitar when I was like 16, and mm. I was like, "Man, four strings is so much easier, <laughs> right?" <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's you know, it's it's easy to play and impossible to master the bass guitar, mm-hmm. unless you're like Victor Wooten or some <laughs> super like where you respect him but you're bored. Yo, right. Here's the thing: Would you be as talented? Like, would you take Victor Wooten's talent but have to dress like him? Like that's the caveat yeah. is you can be as great a bass player as you, but you have to wear those weird shirts with like the five Picasso faces on them. You wear like a like a like a leather Kangol. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do I have to have dreads? Yes. Uh, no. Wait, white dreads? Or yes. can they be like like Victor Wooten's dreads, like regular dreads? <laughs> how about, how, how Natural about, dreads. How about you just have to wear a hat that looks like Victor Wooten's dreads? We will go to Horner novels. That's right what actually. Now. That is what actually gives you your powers. It's like a you know like <laughs> Iron Man's armor. No, I don't want that. And yo, know, every time I I live right by that Horner novelty off Preston, every time I drive by that sign, I think it says Horny Realtor because <laughs> it look like just because it's it's vertical. It's a vertical sign. It's like Blade Runner, uh, where it's it's like Horner on the left H and then an O under it, then an R and then an N E R. Like Horner novelty right next to each other, but just and a flat every time. And I know that it's Horner novelty, and I'm always like Horny Realtor. I want to go there. <laughs> fucked in this house, fucked on price. Oh yeah, <laughs> another brutal business uh, that's right here on Breckenridge, pretty close to Studio Underground. It's this uh, lawyer like law firm called SG Priest. Yeah. <laughs> that's so I'm just always thinking like Gibson SGs and played by like some dude in a robe. I'm like, yeah, it's, a priest. Well, it's just an ACDC cover <laughs> band yeah. that SG a bunch priest. of pastors play in. There's a business down by you, Rob, called uh, Parrot and Brock Cleaners, mm-hmm. which. It's weird because it's like, you know, I don't tell people this. I'll say it on the air. My last name is Brock. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. What? what? Nobody yeah. cares. <laughs> no one cares. No, but I just try to buy it all the time. I'm like, so if I had a parrot, we could both get in there, go in there and get cleaned. <laughs> Kazuga saying Victor Wutron. <laughs> <Japanese>. <laughs> 
<laughs> there's a dentist in uh in Valparaiso, Indiana. It's like my buddy grew up there. His name was Doctor Harry Nutshammer. <laughs> That's gotta be made up. I'm, I'm, I've, I've, I've seen a photo of this. It's N U T Z H A M E R. So I'm sure he pronounced it like Nutshammer or something. No, it's Nutshammer. You're Nutshammer. It certainly looks like Nutshammer. Oh my god. And it's. It wouldn't be f- if it was like Dr. Steve Nutshammer, like that's funny, but Dr. Harry Nutshammer? Yeah. Come on. Come no, on it, bro. That's actually me and Victor project. Dr. Harry Nutshammer? <laughs> yeah. Yo, the dude, porn or the dude, my album. The dude working Ellis Island that day is a real fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Nutshammer? No, that's fine, keep it. We like to talk about <laughs> gear here on the show. So, Victor, what was your first guitar? Do you remember? It was a rogue. Yes. Junior acoustic guitar. Hell yeah, man. Rogue Junior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Kmart is. Where do you get a Rogue? I don't. Like, because that's not. I believe like, you can get them at, like, Toys R Us and stuff. I don't know about is it, No. Not the disc. Ro- I'm just no, saying. Rogue is, like, one of those brands where, like, you can pick those up at, like, any guitar center. But, like. Yeah, I think my dad ordered it all. It's yeah, just, like, the intro yeah. brand. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think. They're like fucking first acts, but first acts weird because you can get those fucking custom shots. They're like eight grand, which is a crazy thing. With like that, you have something like a first act where it's like, well, you can get the seventy dollar first act acoustic from Target that is the garbageiest piece of garbage ever, or you can get like the eight thousand dollar pure custom like nicest thing in the world. There Matt Pike a, of High on Fire, has yeah, yeah, nine uh, string Matt first for, act. Matt from uh, Murder My Death has a first act. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, what's his ass? Uh, Patterson. The older one, Ryan Patterson Ryan. from Coliseum. Mm-hmm. He plays a first act that was like custom made for him, and shit. Yeah. it's like they're super nice. But it's like, why don't you make a mid level guitar? It's like, here is one <laughs> that black came, and white. Um, here yeah. is a guitar no, that came in a cardboard box with a plastic window. Uh, they actually do make some mid level guitars, but yeah, who cares? I never seen one. I know. Really. They they're exist. all hanging on the wall at Music Around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that is very true. Yeah. Kasuga's saying that it is a the musician's friend budget brand so you would have yeah. to order them mm, yeah. from musician's friend which makes sense if you ordered it yeah 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 uh max was the first uh, guitar and or bass that you owned uh guitar it was it was like this yamaha knockoff it was it yamaha was like knockoff yeah it was like oh it was a memphis yeah it was a memphis it was That's like tight. a stratocaster style body i don't know mm. what it was a lot of memphises were actually gibson knockoffs were they really yeah oh, okay. they, they did fender as well did they? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was basically just a knockoff brand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, but it, I just remember the headstocks. We Memphis. found like Waxeter's very first practice space ever on Second Street in Bloomington. We found when they moved into that house, we found a Memphis guitar in the basement. Oh wow! And it was like fine. Those are actually fucking good and, like, instruments if you get like yeah. the right one. Yeah. I mean, like, Jeremy had to fix it up a little bit, and he played it for like two years until the headstock snapped off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like if you can get like a Matsumoku Memphis, those are great. Uh, but like, what was your first bass? First bass was an Ibanez that my dad got me. I don't remember. Was it a sound gear? Yeah, I think so. Active or passive pickups, bro? It was active, actually. Probably, yeah. Yeah, it's an Ibanez. Definitely going with the active there. <laughs> yeah. That was, I think, my first Was it like bass. solid blue or it was, solid it was black? It like, uh, yeah. like a black lacquer. Uh-huh. There you go. Mm-hmm. Know exactly and, what uh, you're talking w- about. Uh, I won't make, Victor, I won't make you go into your pedal board. It used to be a whole lot simpler up until about three weeks ago when he went to straight pedals. Yeah, switch from the processor to the. It's just ridiculous real thing now. now. Finally, yeah, that's that's the big step up. That's the good yeah. stuff. What 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 uh guitar are you playing right now though? I, I'm playing an Epiphone Hollow Body. I think it's the 339. Uh, yeah, might be the 35. Uh, I'm yeah, not. That's fair. Yeah, 
No, those are fucking great. Okay, right. exactly. And, and you're playing, uh, were you playing that jazz bass? Yeah, the, it's the, the Squire. Yeah, it's like this. They said it's like a 70s like reissue. Of yeah, whatever. it's the Getty Lee signature. Yeah, yeah. it's a, the yeah. square inlays. Yeah, but it, it, I, I, I played it at the store and it sounds just as good as any like. Sure, it really does. I used to own one of those and they are just fine. Yeah, those. It's, I mean, the basses. If if you can get the action right and you put the right kind of strings on it, like you can make almost any bass sound the way you want right. it to. Yeah. Exactly. Like guitars, I think are a little more finicky, but. I've been able to make the exact same tone out of about 10 different basses. Yeah. Like, I think it's so much more rig-dependent and string-dependent right. than like a guitar might be. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it's rig-dependent. I don't know. Like, almost anything, yeah. I mean, if you're... You could take a fucking, like, busted-ass, shitty, like, Affinity Series Squire and run it through your rig, and I'm sure it would sound at least all right. No, it would, because I've done that. I've, I've had people <laughs> run their guitars through my stuff, like, it, when we've lent it out at shows, and it's like... Well, he's really making that uh, Schechter sing, guys. <laughs> it's like, oh, is it because all my uh, fancy, nice, expensive gear is good? And yeah, it's like half of it's for, you know, <laughs> yeah. guitar, just appearance. Although the electricals on the fritz, did you take that in? I did take it in. We took uh, took it to Uncle Sam's jams. He thinks it's the switch. Mm. I said he said he was getting it to work intermittently. He just thinks something's loose. Mm. So he was like, yeah, it'll probably be 70 bucks. I'm like, because something's loose? Yeah. I come down there and rob that place. Yeah. I still haven't heard back from my, on my 470. I only no. heard from it today. Uh, and they said they were more backed up on amps. I'm sure they are. This has been Gear Talk. <laughs> okay, cool. This has been Gear Talk and Dude Talk with Tracers. Oh, yeah. Well, let's hear some uh, Tracers tunes here. We only got uh, 20 minutes left in the show. We still got a Bob's Coldest Drinkus here. Today's going to be the culmination. I think the search... I'm sick of trying to find shitty margaritas, so okay. <laughs> they're gonna, Yo, they're I, gonna end it. You're breaking it. I, I think this is a good note to end on too, and also uh, it, it I'm, is. I'm kind of worried. Are those still in the freezer? Oh, they're not frozen. I don't know, man. I mean, trust me, a frozen margarita sounds okay, but right. what these are—they were—they were butt hot when I brought them in here. <laughs> but <laughs> all right, let's hear some uh, Tracers music. You've heard the dudes from Tracers explain themselves and uh, talk about the band and the gear now let's hear some uh tunes uh what song are we gonna hear here uh victor we're gonna hear a song called lake house all right lake house by tracers louisville's uh, own space math good time here we go it's on none of the above
Hey, we're back. This is none of the above. We just heard uh, music from our guest, Tracers. Yeah. And, uh, that song was called Heavily Domesticated. That is right. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And what was the one before? I can read. Uh, Lake House, and the subtitle was Us and How We Got This Way. That was the original title for that song. Us and How We Got This Way? Yeah, but it, Lake House is what he named it. Now. Any story behind that? or? Um. Not really. Is it personal? <laughs> if he, about it. whenever he gets back, if he wants to explain it. Yeah. But. Victor and Kyle are outside smoking cigarettes on the back deck. <laughs> In the official back deck. Uh, <laughs> I think it's more fun to be able to name songs uh, when they're instrumentals, when they don't like have to like be about. They're not right. about anything. They're right. just fucking notes. And so it's like, oh yeah, this is a uh, you know. Yeah, you don't have to name your song after the hook that you say over and over. You know. Exactly. I, I mean, I don't. I don't do that with songs. I do have lyrics on. Do you? Mm. What was that boo dude? No, no, that was, was uh, his laptop. That was probably his laptop. Let me yeah. uh, plug that there. Boo! Shut up, you dumb computer. <laughs> uh, and I'm about to go uh, punch Kyle in the brain for not being back on time. Oh, that's fine. You're good. Uh, I'm gonna lock the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, where'd you guys record that? Uh, we did that at 127 Studios of a New Albany. Never heard of that. Okay, so it's a New Albany. Yeah, That's I think it's uh, it occupies the old uh, New Albany Production House space. Oh, okay. There, uh, that New Albany Production House, they're booking shows there and stuff, yeah. right? Do they do all those like hardcore? I always see like yeah, it's it's crazy mainly. like big hardcore. It's like yeah. Shy Halud playing New Albany. I'm like what the uh, fuck? Yeah, I think that's uh, next week. If I'm not mistaken. Something like that. I think how many original members do they have? Negative two now. Shit. It's like the band is now no original members plus a couple people who used to hate the band. <laughs> it's a bunch of hardcore bands that I know, but uh, I don't know actually. Things like pissed on and like I like I like Aphids, though because I like all those dudes, Duncan and all those dudes are Aphids, super awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, killer. One Remember of the loudest right? bands in uh, town. Oh, I fucking I'll challenge that. I'll out loud those band that band. Mm. I've seen them. They're not that loud. When's the last time you saw them? Saw a Magbar. Who's that? <laughs> Aphids. Magbar, with all of its pluses, it I don't know. It's it kind of a sound suck. It 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 does. Yeah, I, I I love it there. I've probably played like fifteen times there. Like I never hear a note I'm playing the entire time. <laughs> but that's fine. But what about now with the new stereo setup? Uh. Still no. Still no. Just imagine seeing Beast in the Field at Magbar. That was I insane. I've seen I was Beast. at that show. I've, been, I've seen <laughs> yeah. Beast in the Field in someone's Those basement. guys are buddies, and we the first time I saw them was at a basement that... Imagine the space we're sitting in right here. It was a half that space. They only they could only bring down a third of their gear, and I, I felt like I was in a plane, like in a plane engine. <laughs> it was ridiculous because they set off like one fourth of their amp or their uh, their rig, and I was like, "God damn, that's loud!" And then he like kicked in the other. It was just like my ears fucking hurt for like a week. I call that the beast in the field surprise. We did that with my whole band, Slutbanger, where I ran my bass through two amps and would just start out the song with one amp on, and right. it was loud, and it was like, "Yeah, this is sweet." And then it's like, mm, "Hit the button." <laughs> it's so right. fucking loud. All right, you know what time it is. Let's do it so Kasugas doesn't cry. We got some secrets. Yeah, Here we go. I got everything uh, plugged back things. in, I believe. Let's kick it. And now, it's time to explore the wondrous world of ales and spirits with Robert Cold Drinks. All right. You got six minutes. Yeah, this uh, quest for the least worst uh, fake margarita has been annoying <laughs> and ultimately disappointing. We have found the worst. Well, I don't know. Like uh, Everything has been better than Coyote Gold. I will give it that. 
but today we're coming full circle. Uh, we're going to do a little meta reference here. Uh, at the closing liquor barn that is about to be no more, the only fake margarita that we hadn't already tried there, mm. Seagram's Escapes. Yeah, <laughs> It's come back. And now we've been warned. Oh. We've been told not to We've drink. been warned not to drink Seagram's Escapes. Uh, I by... don't know, dude. Snoop Dogg is a big Seagram's guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's a Seagram's Validated. Escape guy. He smokes Seagram's Escapes. Yeah, he literally uh, makes the bottles into bongs. So we've got some Seagram's Escapes classic lime margarita. Uh, it is a malt beverage. It is a hot 3.2 alcohol by volume. It is half slush. <laughs> oh, yeah, and they did freeze. We, I bought them warm, and so we put them in the freezer thinking we normally do cold drinks about 40 minutes into the episode. Well, we did it two hours into the episode this time, so they're about <laughs> half slush, and uh, chat boxes going, no, oh, God, don't do it, guys. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just Kasuga. Kasuga's going, yeah. We are not going to chug these. We uh, Lesson learned yeah. from last uh, episode. Last time we... Uh, we literally like we had a uh, Bartles and James fake margaritas, mm-hmm. and we just pounded them. <laughs> uh, and they were actually pretty. T- Honestly, I think that was my. Well, well, we'll do our final tally. We'll do our final tally next week. For the, sure. uh, we'll have to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. What I don't even remember all. Of them. I don't. Remember Back to any the pilsners and uh, lagers and whatnot. No, and no, I'm gonna start bringing in like bitch, wine, skinny bitch vodka. Like, yeah, you like <laughs> just bring in wine. <laughs> Whatever is it, I'm going to go to the liquor store and be like, what has the stupidest name in this entire If you want to hear me just that? bitch about a drink, just bring in any wine. You should have a whole series of uh, stuff that has sucks. cuss words on it, you know? God, yeah. If I could find it, that's the problem. It's like, I got to keep finding this shit. <laughs> got to go to that weird, uh, uh, have you ever been to that place in Butchertown that's like um, World Beers or whatever? Sergio's? World yeah, World yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Go there and start buying fucked up weird shit. Ooh, yellow Absolutely. number five, my favorite. That's yeah, the one that keeps your dick in check. All right, let's... Uh, <laughs> Let's do this. Crack sure. me off here, bro. That tastes, that tastes exactly like the Bartles and James one. Um, no. I'm, I don't know. Maybe it's because it's frozen. It's just... <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I, I, I think this tastes like a spittoon at my aunt's house. <laughs> Like it's just now, the spittoon at your aunt's house. Yeah, tastes like Sprite. Was it brass? Yeah, this really isn't boozy. Like it's yeah, it's a, it's another one of the melted otter pops of the yeah. fake margarita mm-hmm. world, where it's basically just like here's lime soda. They just think that like margarita means that it's lime flavored. Just yeah, straight up lime, which is not. Come on now, you got to have like a, a fake hint of salt or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or something. As somebody that drank. 12 margaritas over the weekend. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did you puke green or anything? I actually had strawberry margaritas because I uh, actually prefer the strawberry over the uh, over the lime. Over the lime? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, thoughts over there, Victor? It's not too bad. It's, you know, it's it's inoffensive, you know. Uh, Max, not a drinker, so we're going to give him a pass. If you want to let him smell it or something. You wait on the smell. Everything that straight edge is about smelling beer, <laughs> breaking straight edge. Right yeah, now. <laughs> whatever. Uh, tell it to these X's all over my arms, dude. <laughs> tell it to Rob's eight straight edge. N- nothing tattoos. lasts, my friend. Uh, oh come on. <laughs> hey, you know you can be into stuff, and uh, then eventually you're like, oh, I'm, I'm not into that stuff anymore. And then you get into other. I stuff. was into ska. I got over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah was the corn. So. <laughs> right. I, think I think it's easier to be into both of those things if you're drunk, though. To be fair, what's ska and corn? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Scorn. Scorn. Look, oh, man, my God. There were some jams on those first three corn records where if you took the vocals off uh, and changed the bass tone, it'd be all right. Oh, you didn't like the, the <laughs> fart can bass that was this dude's name, Fieldy? Yeah. Yeah, it's Fieldy. Was that you, even a bass? You know it's Fieldy. Yeah. You knew his name. You, God he damn was, it. That guy was no, good. No uh, required. Got a fucking corn. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that was. I wasn't nine years old. I actually heard point. that that was Justin Timberlake that they brought in to do the beatboxing. That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good joke. That's also like 1998. Yo, that's like my. Yo, did Timberland produce that track? <laughs> Timberland. There's also uh <laughs> That's disturbed, bro. Man, if oh, Dave was here, he would be all over that fucking. Thing. Our drummer is a huge fan of that kind of that kind of music. New metal, really? Yes. Why do you guys this play with the <laughs> Didn't you say you had a new metal news update? I did. Uh, let's finish up. <laughs> cold right, drinks just play the outro. We're done. We got five minutes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, all right well, this one's for you, Kasuga. I'm gonna puke this uh, onto my cat later. All right. It stinks. It was cold drinks. With Robert Cold Drinks on none of the above. Cheers. Beers. Tears of my beers. Uh, yes, we do have a... Uh, this is a none of the above new metal news update. <laughs> so specific. Because <laughs> we talk a lot about a new lot. metal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dateline, Bird Island, Minnesota. The lead singer of the rock band Puddle of Mud was arrested in Minnesota this weekend after authorities say he attempted to flee police going 100 miles per hour while while highly intoxicated. Of course. Highly. Cri- criminal charges say Wesley Reed Scanton. 40- Scantron. <laughs> Fucking hated those things. <laughs> <laughs> Number two pencil. Uh, was driving east on Highway 212 in Bird Island when a sheriff's, uh, sheriff's sergeant spotted him going well above the posted 30 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Probably in a school zone. He was probably that? driving fast like, fuck, I'm in puddle of mud. <laughs> They're supposed to play that Andrew W.K. Um, Are they really? Rustic Frog show. Yes. Oh God. Now, if the cop was a woman, do you think the... F- First thing that went through that guy's mind is she fucking hates me. (laughs) (laughs) The sergeant attempted to pull over Scranton over Scantron. Attempted to pull him over, but he sped up and eventually pulled a U-turn in the middle of the road, racing past the squad car and heading west. The charges of uh, Scanton was traveling a hundred miles before he eventually hundred miles per hour before he eventually slowed down and uh, got pulled over. And Sergeant said that uh, he was slurring his words, smelled strongly of alcohol, and had very watery bloodshot eyes. Call that the we call that move the Randy Travis. <laughs> <laughs> was he naked too? He blew a point three one. Good God! That's nearly not bad, f- is it? No, nearly four times the legal limit. No, that's 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 real bad. That's not great. Point oh eight is your legal point limit. Zero eight. Yeah. But and at point, point oh eight, you're three. like tipsy. Is that- bad <laughs> is it bad you're pr- like if you're at point oh eight, like you're feeling it like you're a little buzzy 1.3 is uh me blacking out after a boat train 0.31 but 0.31 you're like i will I'm put sorry. my cocks in your tits like you probably should be driving <laughs> yeah, exactly like you're annihilated at 0.31 after speaking with his attorney scranton refused further alcohol concentration test 
And he, he wouldn't was, pee. He wouldn't pee in the cup. He was charged Monday with fleeing a police officer in a motor vehicle and two counts of DWI. And then they found out he was a singer for the Puddle of Mud. They just threw him in Guantanamo <laughs> Bay and locked him up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> First Dude. Puddle of Mud and now Afro Man. Weren't they both supposed to play that fest? Oh, you're right. That guy punching that chicken. What a big... Yeah, oh. yeah and then he quit <laughs> playing live music altogether after no, that the, thing. He kept playing Ten years guitar too late. after he did that. Like, really? nothing fucking happened. Like, that entire Like, show. it was all part of the downstroke of the guitar yeah. chord. Like, punch, downstroke, good stuff. All right. Yeah. This has been an episode of None of the Above. <laughs> All right. Thanks for uh, listening. We'll be back uh, next week with uh, a guest of uh, some sort, and we'll figure it out. Go to prfbarbecuelou.com. Get your tickets. Uh, check out what's going on there. We have the flyers up now from uh, Stan Dahl and Chris Williams. Big shout out to them for producing beautiful flyers for our beautiful show. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Now it's time for So Long. <laughs> Sing just one more song. Thanks for doing your part. You sure are smart. You know with Bobby Cole drinks. And Kyle and my dog. Man, dude. We can do anything that we wanna do. Bye. See you later.